Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have an amazing lady who's turned into a fantastic friend of mine. She's amazing. Y'all are going to love this woman's story and what she has accomplished in life is incredible. I have the one and only Connie Wittick on the show today. So do me a favor and share this out with everybody you know right now. Share it out across all your social media platforms and stay with me because I will be right back with the one and only Connie Wittick on the show. Let's go. And we are back. Let me bring Connie on. Connie, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. It's great to be here. Thank you. It's, it's great to have you here. So um, I just learned about four minutes ago that I've been saying your last name wrong all this time. <laughs> and um, that's My terrible. I, well, but I know, but I didn't know that the CH was... <laughs> I thought it was, <laughs> and it's well, Connie Wittick is on the show today. Connie, listen, I started this show five years ago, was literally for selfish reasons. I wanted to have a breakthrough in my own life. And I thought, you know what? Um, being stuck sucks. And I'll bet you that I can interview people and find out how they got unstuck in their ups and downs in life. And, um, so far so good. It's worked out pretty well. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful that you're here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm great. I'm very, very happy and grateful that I'm here. I'm super excited. Why don't you start, start, start with telling everybody where you were born and raised. Well, I was born in Richmond, Virginia and raised in Roanoke, Virginia, in the Southwestern part of Virginia in the middle of nowhere. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there. I've been there. And I'm like, I think I just made a left turn in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. That's right. It's a little city uh, it's nestled in the, uh, it's a star city. Um, that's what Roanoke's named for is the large, big star that sits on top of the mountain. I, I've actually uh, seen that. Yeah. That's crazy. I think yeah. it was in, on, somewhere over there in that general area, I was almost struck by lightning. Yeah. It's a large, it's a large star. You know, um, James Barber actually, um, was at the playhouse, um, <clears throat> in a show or some type of performance, um, wow. that's right near the large star in Roanoke, that's, Virginia. That's cool. Look, look who's on here. Do you see that? I do. Our dear friend, Jill. Jill. She's so amazing. So Connie, yeah. um, talk about 
what it was like for you growing up in Virginia um, as a kid. What, what, what was it like? It was super fun. It was, you know, really outdoorsy. Um, I, we could, you know, go riding on the Blue Ridge Parkway when they shut down the parkway, you know, with bicycles. And um, yeah. we went hiking a lot, um, a lot of sports. It was super fun, but I love the cities. It was a great place to grow up, but it wasn't a place that um, I stayed. Um, right. My father was from New York City, so we would go to New York. And my grandfather lived in New York City. And wow. um, so I, I fell in love with art and, um, and design through going to Why? galleries at a, very, at a very young age. Oh, I thought the art world was fascinating. And, um, but I, I never majored in um, fine art. I mean, um, I probably would have been a gallery owner or um, majored in um, like art history if um, I didn't have this experience where there was a, um, a mobile home that kind of trailer that drove throughout southwestern Virginia and Tennessee and kind of the rural areas of um, the states. And the, and the guy that, um, you know, was doing these exhibitions said, if you majored in art history, you can do this too. And I thought, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'd rather be in a city. So I, I gravitated oh. to cities. What, but what was the, um, what do you think the trigger was or the catalyst for, for you falling in love with art? What, what was that? Um, it was a, um, it was a teacher in, um, middle school. Um, you okay. had to be invited to uh, private art lessons on Saturday and it was a real honor to be there. All the cool people were there. And um, so I think that that was um, a main trigger for the love of painting and art. Wow. Okay. So, so. Um... And then in high school, we got to, um, if you took a fashion merchandising class, you got to spend a week and a half in New York City um, going to the fashion um, the fashion, touring the fashion industry, really all the different facets and also FIT. So I, I was very fortunate to get firsthand exposure to the art world. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, so you, 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 where did you, end, did you go to college? I did. I went to university of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and wow. I majored in business because everybody told me that I could get a job, um, right? You know, in accounting. <laughs> the only thing is, although all the classes were great, but um, yeah, art was too scary, right? I sell creative yeah. ideas. I mean, yeah. that that's a whole talent to itself. But right. um, I built a couple um, businesses that's accounting centric, and I needed that piece of the education. You know, I needed that knowledge. And yeah. it's, it's become very handy. And then I um, accepted a scholarship to the Museum School of Fine Arts after I graduated because I didn't really want to work at a bank. And um, I figured I could figure out what I was interested in. And I, I was able to take classes all over Boston. 
and I looked at a master's program at MIT. It's called the Media Center. And um, I was about to apply to that when I was taking another class in interior design. And it just kind of hit me that when I was giving my final presentation, I love selling creative ideas. And, um, and I like 3D design. So, um, so I ended up going back to school for interior architecture, interior design. For a master's degree? No, I went back to um, VCU in Virginia has a really strong uh, design school. So I went back for um, a, an undergraduate. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't want to teach. I wanted to work. So I didn't need a master's. But I was going to go to um, Pratt in New York. But this program was so strong. I just, in two years, picked up another degree. And I'm curious, what did your parents do for a living? Did you, did well, you already my, say that? No, my mother was a teacher and she okay. taught school. She uh, taught learning disabilities, but learning disabilities uh, really wasn't a niche back then. So right. she taught herself how to teach. And so she was a pioneer in that part of the country. Wow. Um, um, parents would send their kids to a very, very poor school to, um, to be taught by a specialist in that field. So wow. one, one family was paying, you know, thousands in tuition to go to the poorest school in the city. That was yeah. years ago. So now your mother field. had a, had a, sounds like she had a compassionate side. At least. Oh yeah. She, she loved to teach and she was yeah. super intellectual and yeah. she loved kids. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dream was to, she's passed away, but her dream was to start um, like, uh, like the Sylvan Learning School. That was years and years ago. Wow. She had about 23 tutors um, that were volunteers that helped. Um, every wow. child in her classroom had one-on-one -on -one, um, wow. instruction for, I would say, 50% of the time through um, parents that she trained to teach them. So that's amazing. Yeah, it was super, super cool. And and so did what did your father do? Uh, my father ran. Um, he he was a minister, and he came from a well-to-do family in New York City. But he ended up running. Um, it was called Total Action Against Poverty. It was a community action center. And it had about um, 600 people um, employed. And um, when he retired about um, seven years ago, um, a couple of flags were flown over the Capitol in Washington, D.C. He was very politically connected. Wow. Um, he started programs um, for um, all just different types of programs that um, have gone national, like the Virginia Water Project. And then he had a whole development group that um, like companies would donate buildings and then they renovate and put businesses wow. in the buildings to help poor neighborhoods. So oh, that's really cool. Wow. My parents did not go into business to make money. They went into business to help people. It's super yeah. cool. That's really, really cool. 
that's a really good reason to be in business actually. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. it is. It's a, it yeah, is. It's a great foundation. So what, what, um, uh, cause I'm kind of curious, you know, I always think that, um, there's my wife watching. I, I, I always feel like, you know, there's someone or something events that kind of push us in the direction we go as adults. And you said you had that art teacher, which is, really, really cool. Um, is there anything else that kind of comes to mind that, that has pushed you as an adult from the, from your childhood that, that you're like, yeah, I think this kind of drove what I do now. I, I honestly think it was the, um, art class, the art classes. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, I took a lot of fine art classes. Um, the avenues that opened were in art or connected with design, you have to go where your strengths and passion lays, right? Yeah, right. And if you do that, you'll be highly successful. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, when I was in um, middle school, I spent a lot of time with up in New York um, with my uncle, who was an artist, and um, Stephen Edlick, and then my grandfather, who was a, a doctor. And he um, had an office right down from the Washington Arch, most mm. of his uh, patients were um, artists, a lot from wow. the Juilliard School dancers, um, and like Franz Klein and uh, Richard Diebenkorn were patients of his. So they later in life became celebrity artists. And my mm. grandfather did a lot of commissioning and um, wow. when they, before they were famous, and he became a um, well-known art collector. And he was a benefactor of the Metropolitan Museum. So we would, you know, get to go there. So I had a wow. really um, interesting end to the art world through my family. Yeah. So that most people would never see. When you go to my grandfather's um, 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 studio, it was like sitting in a museum. So it was, it was, a, wow. I was truly blessed to be surrounded by beautiful uh, creative pieces of art. That is so cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, so you ended up going back to school. You got another degree. And yes. What I was stayed in school a lot. I, um, well, at the museum school, I um, was there for two years and I took illustration classes and marketing okay. classes in different schools it was an open um, scholarship that I had access to schools all over Boston. I never wow. really knew how I would use illustration, but um, I was very grateful for that experience. And then I went back to school for design. And when I came out of school, I had um, probably 15 um, interviews in Washington, DC, Baltimore, and Philadelphia in one wow. week. And um, I found a great job. And then the whole um, economy collapsed two weeks later. And uh, fortunately, wow. yeah. So fortunately, I picked the right job. It was with an um, architecture school in uh, Baltimore City. And um, they needed an interior designer to be competitive. And um, wow. Joe, who owned the company, became a very dear friend of mine. And wow. I'm still really close to his whole family. Steve um, is a, he has a video company in Roanoke, Virginia, 
And uh, Eileen's out in California. I did all of uh, Joe's work all over the country and world for many, many years after I left and, uh, the firm. That's an architectural firm? It's an architectural firm. It's, it's no longer... Um, he Joe passed away if he, about I don't know seven ten years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and how long did you say you worked for them? I worked for them for about six years, and then I went to a um, development group, and it was a startup company back then. It's now a billion dollar company. It's Ericsson Living, and um, we worked with super our team was super brilliant and wow. um and that was an awesome experience we figured out how to move um senior camp senior living uh campuses they're like college campuses but they're for seniors and yeah. um across the country so i was there for about seven campuses wow. and i we did a lot of custom furniture because furniture wasn't really developed back then for seniors and we did a lot of custom working with product designers. So I built my business around that experience for senior living, hospitality, resorts, high-end residential. And um, so we work with companies globally and, um, and it's a very different um, business model than most design firms. How's it, how's it so much different? Well, we work with um, we work on la large scale product projects, and we start with procurement in mind when we start designing, and we start putting together. You know, I do have a business background, and developers. You know, I, when I was at the development company, where we work first on the performa, and then on the design, and then um, pretty much together for both. And uh, so, so we start. Um, putting together the procurement, um, the budget and the procurement as we go through the project. And we start, like for skilled nursing, we do a lot of um, importing. We work with companies like Jill's company. And um, and we will... Um, that Jill. Uh, that Jill, <laughs> yeah, FDS. Yeah. And um, we'll put together, we'll work directly with factories. So the um, product is super, super good quality yeah. and a great price for the, it's a win-win for our clients, for us and the people that are, um, that are, I, I'm not used to all these uh, pop-ups here, Ken. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that. That's Dan uh, Altmaier. Okay. He's just saying hi. Hey, Dan. Um, so anyway. So, so, um, go back to you, you, you got your 15th degree. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you're very, very educated. Um, but you got your degree, you get the job, you work for six years for the company. You said the economy collapsed. The economy collapsed, but I was still there for six years. It was okay. um, a super, I, I've been very fortunate to work with really great people and yeah. uh, really talented, um, creative people. And yeah. um, so 
so then after about six years, I got the opportunity to go to Erickson Living. And I was there for about seven, eight years. Yeah. And um, I decided that I wanted to start my own company. And, um, and so I started Metropolitan Studio. I didn't really Talk know how about... it would work out, but it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. Well, talk about how, um, you know, here you are working for Erickson Living. You said it was a startup company when you first started there? Yeah. Yeah. I was um, hired to work with um, Scott Hayward. And um, we that? were working this really brilliant um, project. Um, he was, he was, I think, a VP back then. He okay. was in development. He was heading up development. And we okay. were, we were um, working on, they, they, you know, in a startup, you create a model, right? And that had been built out. And then um, they were expanding. And so I was hired to work on the first expansion, which was uh, a campus with 21 buildings and uh, in Baltimore. And so after Scott and I, we were pretty much, out front from the rest. Our team was fairly large. There were about six of us working on the, uh, managing the project. And then you had a whole team of consultants. And then wow. of course the construction company, it was a huge operation. And um, each campus, you know, you needed about $500 million. It, it was a huge, it's a huge deal. And it changes people's lives for the better, you know, um, I was talking to Patricia last night and she was talking about, you know, it's such a big deal to, um, you know, live in a senior living um, because you're ending, you're going towards the end of your life. And, and I mentioned that I didn't look at it that way. I look at, at it as your next adventure because yeah. there's so many opportunities for, to have such great memories and it, and adventures and these yeah. beautiful resort style living communities that, um, you know, environments keep you well and yeah. uh, wellness is in the forefront today with all the uh, baby boomers. Yeah, so it's right. a huge field and um, we're very blessed to be a part of that. So talk about the moment that you um, left this big company and decided to start your own firm. Um, you know, typically that if you're working for a company and then you start your own company in the same or similar field, um, a lot of times it's out of, um, you know, maybe resentment sometimes or, or yeah. I know I can do this better or, um, or was it something else? What was it that made no, you No, I just wanted to have my own company. And, um, wow. and I, I wasn't, I didn't do senior living back then for, um, got it for, um, I, I started working with architecture firms have always been one of my avenues for really cool projects. Yeah. And I worked with a very large company called air St. Gross. And, um, you know, one day Under Armour walked in their office. So we worked with Under Armour for um, about a year and helping them figure out what their their next steps were. And, uh, and and this was for interior design stuff? Yes, it was interior design, yeah. So Under Armour was like, hey, um, we need our offices redesigned. No, they how, were how looking at, 
they hired um, Air St. Rose to um, take a look at um, whether they wanted a camp, how, what, what style campus did they want to build? And they ended up um, staying in the inner city and building an urban campus. And wow. we worked with them on spatial needs. There's a whole, um, whole like legwork that you have to do before you even start design. And that's called. Was that program. in Baltimore? That was in Baltimore. And then I so worked Under on. Under Armour's headquarters is in Baltimore. It is. It's in Baltimore city. Did not know that. Yeah. And then I also worked on um, projects like Monticello's visitor center. You don't get any more, um, it's Monticello, Thomas Jefferson, um, in Charlottesville, oh. Virginia. So okay. I worked on huge, high-profile projects for many, oh. many years. And then um, I had the opportunity to work on a project out in Utah, a senior living project. Two architecture firms invited me to um, work on this 100-acre site. And, um, and that changed that changed my life because um, all of a sudden I decided that I love Utah. I love being out West. So I opened another office out here and then so you COVID, were in Baltimore. Yes. You go to Utah to work on a project and you're like, let's go to Utah. No, it, I would fly back and forth. And well, then yeah. when COVID hit, um, I still have an office in Baltimore, but oh, a lot you of do? My, I, yes, a lot of my oh. time is spent out here um, because we're so busy um, in California, all over the place. Um, we have now a couple projects in Florida, and um, but I love Utah, and uh, I'm very happy to be here. We're we're um, ginormous fans of Utah ourselves, so. You, 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 when did, so when did you open Utah and, um, we started an office, um, two years ago, oh, okay. COVID, right when, right when COVID the East coast was pretty shut down okay. and we got really busy. Most, most of well, our projects are all over. So I the need world. to be near, yeah, I just need to be near an airport and Salt Lake yeah. city has a great airport. And uh, Baltimore is right near D.C. So you've got choices of four different airports in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we may um, end up opening another office in New York City in the next year or two. Wow. So we shall see. Well, you're definitely a shaker and a mover. I know that about you big time. Um, Thank you, what do you think is... Um, I mean, you deal with a lot of businesses, a lot of companies, a lot of people. Um, what do you think is missing in a lot of companies? What 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 are what are some of the big elements that you know you're like, man? If they would do A, B, and C, they could really have their do do together. Um, they hire us to help them figure out what's missing. And um, so, you know, we, we get hired a lot for, we love what you do. We, we don't know how to do it. And 
we know we need you, but yeah. we're really scared. This is very different. And so that's where illustrations come in. I never really understood why I landed in school for illustrations. Right. We do a lot of renderings. And so that our clients can see um, what they're what they're getting and they can say yes, no. You know, we 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 have a um, 10 principles of design, you know, outside in co-creation. And that co-creation is, um, you know, we have a process that we can take a client from start to finish and they're a hundred percent, um, on board, you know, when the project opens, we, um, I guess a year ago, we opened a large building in, um, in St. George for, uh, a client It was in senior living yeah. and, I, I think I got the best compliments, one from a res resident that said, you know, I've been here a month and every day I wake up happy. I didn't realize how color and light and environment changes my mindset. And wow. I thought that was super cool. And then we, also, yeah. And then we also, um, the CEO of the company, uh, Western States Lodging, he, when we were walking through the building, he said, you know, we we achieved every single yeah. thing that we wanted to achieve. And I love the word we because um, the building was um, very different, you know, than a lot of the other projects. And um, and it turned out super cool. We yeah. won. Um, we've won tons of awards. We won the Gold Nugget Award in Anaheim, California. We won um, the National Home Builders Silver Award, and we were both of those awards. We were put into the gold category, wow. and uh, then some local awards in Utah. So it was super wow. cool. Um, we just opened another project with a client, and it was a renovation. And our renovations don't look anything like where we started from, and it really our designs are the platform for our clients success. You know, I, 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 so there's, there's this one project that just <laughs> blows my mind. Um, and I'm, I'm going to share your website right now with everybody so they can, they can see this. Um, it's, it's insane what you, what you all have, have done with this. Um, let me, I'm going to give it full screen here. So look at this, this, um, talk about this. What is that? That's just unbelievable. It's a resort in Bali and Ubud. And, um, I share an office with, um, an architectural firm called in place design. And, um, and then we also work with another group in Indonesia um, Alami. So the, the three, our three companies worked on this, the de design of the resort. And um, it's super special. It's in the mountain region. And um, yeah, and um, Dustin and his team, um, this is a rendering, but they, we have a huge model in the office. And it's, uh, we won two international awards in London for this project. That is unbelievable. 
I mean, that just looking at this, I mean, that had to, uh, the, the cost of that has got to be at least a hundred thousand. <laughs> it's a super. No, cool I'm just, I look at that and I think, my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and that was your brainchild. Uh, well, I was with a team. So that was wow. Dustin. Yeah, we, we work with large design teams on projects like that. Yeah. So it's amazing. I did. I worked on um, when you pull up the interiors of the units, you can see the views. Um, you can, I don't know if you, you can scroll. Hold it. You can, you can pull that up here? Yeah. Go to portfolio. Oh, just, yeah. And then this is crazy. This is in China. China. Yep. Oh my gosh. And these are renderings or they're real. Uh, um, The one to the left is a rendering. The one, the Utah picture is real. That's real. Wow. Yeah. I I have a gorgeous. Yeah, click on the project. Click on that project. This? Yes, click on it. Just push the button. Okay, now you can scroll. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. The project hasn't been completed yet, but that's the view out of the um, vacation homes. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely gorgeous. That is just absolutely beautiful. And your website Thank is you. absolutely beautiful too. Look at Thank this. Thank you. Wow. I work with a super, super talented web designer and a pro- yeah. great programmer. Well, since Chad I've been Chad doing Chad. web design since the internet started, <laughs> um, I'm telling you, that is a gorgeous, gorgeous website. Well, I love your I love your stuff too. Thank I just you. met them before I met you. I know. Now you need to forget about them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we're gonna work on we're it, gonna work on our landing pages. I mean, honestly though, this is so beautiful. There's not a thing. And my wife does all the design and she's a wonderful designer. Um there's nothing that I would change. Nothing. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful website. So thank you. Congratulations. But thank you. You know, when, when it, you know, when I asked you what are some of the missing components from, from businesses, I, I really, what I meant was because I know you pretty well and I'm grateful I know you as well as I know you. Um, You're a very, very effective and powerful leader. And, you know, there's a lot of businesses that, um, oh, we'll just say they suck at leadership. Um, what, what do you see missing at a leadership level at the top of these companies? I mean, we've all been um, at the beginning stages of starting a business with mm-hmm. maybe zero employees in the beginning moment. Um, and then, you know, it builds over time, but what do you think is missing from a lot of these companies that, um, 
I think what's missing is a vision. Uh, we work a lot with CEOs mm. and they are, um, they have a vision or we're helping them define their vision of what, what they're not, you know, you always have to reinvent yourself. You know, you take a look at your life, Ken, how many times have you re reinvented? How many I do times it every day. <laughs> yeah. I feel, <laughs> how, like, you know, I feel like it. We, we, you know, we reinvent our image all the time. Um, yeah. My website, we had time. It was during yeah. COVID, right? Yeah. I do yeah. senior living hospitality resorts. There was right. a period of time where um, projects were put on hold because um, our clients were just figuring out how to keep people alive. Yeah. So, um, so, so it's the reinvention. And so clients hire us for the reinvention of what's their next step. Um, right. Senior living is a huge opportunity. Hotels are a huge opportunity. Um, you know, brand hotels will start, you know, give you the platform, but you really, um, people want the experience. They want to be local. So you can take the platform and the design and then uh, curate it so that you get more of a local feel. I mean, right. there's place in the world ha usually has some type of um, local um, history or whatever. It's something that you want to experience while you're there, yeah. whether it's just one night or, you know, if you're in uh, skilled nursing, you could be there a very long time. So, yeah. um, but I would say most CEOs hire us for, to figure out what their next their next step, their next vision. So Bob Donnell asks a really good question. How has culture changed since the pandemic changed? Oh, that's a really good question. It is. Um, Bob should think, be doing this interview. Bob, come here. <laughs> Bob, I think that culture has, um, I think people want an elevated life. They wanted the authenticity. They want to work with real people. Um, even though, you know, we are all pretty much global. Um, yeah. We've been working on Zoom for years and years, way before the pandemic. Sure. But I think, I think the authenticity and, um, you know, people want to be connected to where, wherever they're wherever they're experiencing, you know? Right environment so um do you think that's that's a cultural change though i do i think that people really um i think it was a different i think it's a was a different mindset before the pandemic you look at how many concerts are you know everybody's going to concerts now people were going yeah. to concerts before but it's a different it's just different. The shows are even more spectacular. Uh, people, I think, embrace things a little bit stronger because it was taken away for, you know, in some cases, depending on where you lived, at least two years. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. So um, what's what's next for you, Connie? Oh, we're just we love what we do and we have a really great team of people and um 
you know, in my business, but we also partner with many different manufacturers. We partner with, um, you know, design teams and corporations. Yeah. So we, I think the um, next 10 years are, are going to be a super ride. Yeah. It's, what we do is fun. We change people's lives. What is your, you know, you said, you said that CEOs lack or companies lack vision. Is that what you said? No, no. I CEOs need vision. So need we, vision. you know, yeah, they are the visionaries, okay. right? Right. So right. we, you know, when you're reinventing, like senior living, you need to reinvent because what went on for the past 25 years is not what people want. Um, yeah. We're hired when we love projects when a community's 50% um, occupied because they need to reinvent themselves. So that's super creative. And so we help elevate um, our clients' businesses. It's the reinvention. We help people with their vision. They know they need to do something. They just don't know what they need. So let me ask you this. Um, what do you do for fun? What are, what, what hobbies? I mean, outside of working, um, what, so what you, what I love golf. Fun? I love golf. Really? And, yeah. And I love living on golf courses and, um, and then I also love skiing and hiking. So park city is a wow. great place. I also love for being all in of that. Yeah. My problem is I, I love being in so many different places that it's hard to stay in one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bob has another great question. He meant dim. So the question is how to re how do you reinvigorate, reinvigorate a vision when it seems dim or even lost? Wow, that's a great question. We use visionary sessions. So What's that they're, mean? Workshops. they're workshops. They're two or three day workshops. And okay. we have tools to help identify and um, create. We sell creative ideas. We help um, CEOs create their next step, their next act within their company. And some companies um, hire us to um, elevate their buildings, and then they they sell them. So well, we work when, with. When you say a workshop, does that mean like you come in and teach them how to reinvigorate, or you come in and ask questions and get them we involved? Ask questions. In it? It's a it's a co creation. Yeah. Okay. No, we're part of the process, and. Got it. Um, Every, every corporation should do that at least every two years. Wow. They don't, but they should. Because yeah, you always don't. want to stay in the forefront. And your environment, it, it, your environment and how you work, um, whether you're in the hospitality field, a corporate office, even yeah. a hospital, healthcare. Um, makes a big difference on productivity in the bottom line. People need I, to feel I, awesome. I think it's, it. to, to your point, 
there's, you know, there's, there are, I think what happens, Connie, is these, these companies, these brands, especially the big, big brands, um, they almost develop an air of arrogance that they don't, they don't have to, <laughs> they don't have to reinvent or reinvigorate or, or any of that, that they can do what they've always done. And then along comes, a. Uh, a, a gal like you or somebody like me that's like, yeah, I think I'm going to disrupt this entire industry and do something completely different. That, and they go, what just happened? What happened? We just lost uh, the market share. Yeah. And we work with startups that are disruptive and, um, yeah. and it's super fun to, to watch them grow and become major players. Yeah. So it's, it's really it's, cool. It's really cool. Everybody yeah. needs to reinvent. I mean, yeah. Whether, I agree. yeah. I agree. Thank you, Bob. So, so, um, question. Uh, and I ask everybody this question on the show. Um, I've been broke and homeless. And I've been wealthy and I can tell you from those experiences that wealthy is much better. I'm just saying, um, what do you think in your opinion holds people back in life from getting everything they want? Financial freedom, um, real joy and happiness, living on a golf course, playing golf in Florida from having it all in life. What do you think stops people? Fear is the number one answer. You have to do better than that. Mindset. Yeah. Is it's uncomfortable. I don't know about you, but a lot of what I do is uncomfortable. I mean, that's how I met you is, you know, I needed to, um, to really get into the marketing and yeah. I decided I didn't want to be just on the East Coast. So you have to get into a whole different mindset. And, yeah. um, and there's a huge learning curve. You never stop learning. And, you know, you have um, the marketing. You, you know, you're helping me start a podcast, The Art of yeah. Living Young. I mean, you have all these tools that, yeah. um, that I need. And, and I think that's what it's scary. Just so. like this is scary, isn't it? <laughs> Being on screen all by yourself. That's right. It is scary. scary. But there, you know, the, the thing is uh, I, that I, one of the things I, I love about you is, you know, I talked to you about joining our mastermind and, and, and it was a $20,000 investment and it took five minute conversation. You're like, okay, I'm in, let's do it. I'm in. And I was like, it was, well, it was one of the best minutes. investments I've ever made. It's oh, the people I met and yeah. um, the skills that I have picked up and, and the, the friendships, you know, yeah. we're friends, but we also have business deals. We all, That's you know. Right. And I hire you to, to help me do all this other stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you pull me into business deals, you know, introduce me to different people. Um, yeah. And, you know, 
fortunately I met Jill. Um, and, um, and that's how yeah. I met you. I met her at um, a hospitality show in New York city less yeah. than a year ago. So it's Jill's, uh, Jill's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. She's her amazing. whole company is. So yeah. we're, we're uh, meeting in New York city um, the first week in August. So super yeah. excited about that. I have two team members wow. that um, work for us and they're in New York city. So yeah. um, a lot of our, our um, team is remote. So have you ever, um, how do I say it? So, you know, this, this, uh, when my wife, Jill, um, the other Jill, I have two Jills in my life, Jill Ann Donaldson and Jill Walls. Um, but her and I started our, our, um, first office and, um, she was primarily working from our house because we had a baby and, um, and she was taking care of that, the, 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 uh, taking care of that, of her, our daughter, um, right. and, 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 and working in our business from home. And I, and so I, you know, I'm trying to manage a bunch of stuff, new employees and all kinds of stuff happening. And one day my car gets repossessed in front of all of my employees. And that was perhaps one of the worst days of my life. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to talk a, a, a repo guy out of taking your car, but you can't, <laughs> they won't. And, and, and so I'm standing in the parking lot with new, with employees around me watching my car go down the road on the back of this truck. And, and, and I'll never forget, like, that was the most humiliating moment of my life. And I'm sitting there going, what's the point of even continuing with any of this? And, you know, cause I'm like, they're probably standing there thinking, are we going to get paid? What is happening here? Right. And so my question for you is, have you ever experienced something where you just feel like all hope is lost and, and what's the point in your business and in your, in your life? Have you ever experienced that? I have, um, I have had different um, just like your wife, Jill, um, my first studio was over the garage and it was an amazing place to work. And I yeah. had an office in my house while the kids were yeah. growing up. And sure. then I, um, I've had other businesses. I had an online st registration startup businesses when um, we ended up selling it. I've had business partners that didn't work out. Yeah. And that is a, you know, it's easy to say it didn't work out, but when you're going through it, it's yeah. not so easy. And right. I think that when you own your own business, there's ups and downs and it's the people that are, that are around you that will pull you out of the downtime. And, um, I've had a business where, um, I, I came up with the idea. It didn't, it didn't work out with the business partner. But um, I took all the employees and yeah. um, but they're not really employees, they're team members. And um, so they helped raise the platform. Again, yeah. we do a lot of custom stuff. Yeah. 
and we do a lot of furniture and lighting and everything. Right. So it's a very unusual, um, it's a very unusual business plan. And I've got some really cool people that work with us that, um, have super talent. They're, they're super, their superpowers are different than those people. So they've kind of stuck through those bad times. But have you had the moments where you couldn't make payroll or you couldn't, or you, maybe you were like, okay, are we making payroll or um, any of that? Have you had any of those times where you're like, it's all going to collapse if this doesn't happen? Have you ever? Oh, had- I, <laughs> I, I'm a hustler. <laughs> I know you are. So, so am I. Um, well, you are, you are, you landed in a really bad business partner. I mean, you didn't see all the things that were going down around you in that situation. Right. I've never been in that situation. Right. Like you, right, you have, right, I've never right. um, not been able to make payroll, but I hustle yeah. and, um, yeah. and I love sales. Um, and you're I good love at sales. it. I love sales. Right. And right. Um, I'm good at it, but yeah, going through the breakup with business partners were, it was a lot of money and it wasn't fun. And I would say right. to my uh, team members, am I going to make it? Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, am I going to make it? Yes, you are going to make it. So. Yeah. Bob asks the most intriguing questions. Who did you have to become in those moments of crisis? Man, you gotta, you gotta find your cape. <laughs> like, <laughs> You gotta be like, I know there's a superhero in here somewhere, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, You know, I think, I think it's, I think it's the people around me. I mean, you become friends with people. I mean, you and I work together, but we're also friends. Yeah. And um, it's, it's the people that you allow in that your inner circle what someone calls it the green room was that tim story tim story, green tim story yeah, yeah the green room yeah. yeah so it's the people that you allow around you and yeah. you know you weed out the people that um are negative but my team you know when i'm when i'm like oh my gosh this is so hard they're like yeah we're doing really well so i have a team of really right. good people. And um, I've never, I've never experienced um, what you experienced. And I hope I never what, do. If, if, if somebody called you and said, I've, I've tried everything. I don't know what else to do. Um, you know, I'm having a hard time making it. What would you say to them to oh, help well, them? Oh, no, I've had, I've had a hard time making it. I mean, yeah. it hasn't been easy. <laughs> When I well, was, what would you um, say to somebody if they called you in that position? Well, I was in that position. I was, um, I had sold a company, um, and then I, I that was in 2010, 2008. The whole landscape for design and real estate changed, and so yeah. your connections change when you know people move on to different um, avenues. And so when I decided to rebuild my uh, design company, it, it, 
it didn't, ha I thought it would be easy. It wasn't easy because I had to make uh -huh. different connections. And what I wanted to do was different than what I had done in the past. Right. So I started joining um, and going to conferences on how to change, you know, how to create change in your life. Mm -hmm. And um, through those conferences, like I was at one conference and um, off the cuff, I said, it's really hard when you're, you know, writing all these RFPs and you don't win. And, and my friend said, Oh, you need my, meet my husband. So I did uh, really worked on marketing materials. This was five years ago, four years, three years ago, three, maybe two yeah. years ago. Um, and then I started joining masterminds yeah. and I started putting myself in different groups and different situations, which was hugely uncomfortable. And so when you do the uncomfortable and reaching out, out beyond your normal yeah. life, that's when things change. Don't you and agree? And what's the you best the mastermind thing? you've ever joined? Oh, I love yours. <laughs> Break through walls, right? That was, that was a setup. I, I teed that up. all up for you. That's right. Um, listen, Connie, I, I, I just, I love, your energy and who you are and your business is incredible. Um, you are incredible and what you, what you, um, your vision is, is, is just amazing. You know, I, 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 I do judge people by their websites. Um, and anybody that says they don't will lie to you about other things too. Um, but no, I, I, I do. And your website is gorgeous everything that you are creating in your life is just something of beauty and i love that about you oh thank you we worked really hard on that website yeah um it it went down for about a month three weeks um wow. about two and a half years ago and that is our visual page yeah you know sure. you have to have you have yeah. to have an amazing website these days. Yeah. And if you don't, you're, you're hurting your business. You are. It's true. I agree. You, you have to have the visual pieces. People so, think that's uh, my sales pitch and it's not It's like, I, you don't have to get a it, website for me, but you better get a nice website. Like, cause people are looking at you at, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And the social media is, is huge. Um, yep. It is. So you have to have all those, the recipe. And then yeah. um, the other pieces that you're helping me with, you need, you need the um, email marketing and you need the newsletters. Yeah. True story. So, yeah. Connie Wittick. Wittick. I've been calling you Wittich all of this time and you never corrected me. Because everybody does. And uh. you don't... Yeah. Riddick. Well, you don't really Why don't call you me just change the yeah. H to a K. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, I'd never be able to go to Thanksgiving dinner again with my family or no. I so listen, I I I I I love your story. I'm grateful that you um came on today and shared what you've shared with everyone. I really, I, everybody watching or listening, you need to go to 
met studio met dash studio.com and check out everything that Connie is doing. Follow her on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Um, she, she does like LinkedIn. Um, I'm not a huge LinkedIn guy, but Connie loves LinkedIn. Um, so Connie, what, what final words would you, um, would you like to leave with the audience? You've got the whole world sitting there. You've got the microphone and you have to deliver a message that inspires them to make a change in their life. What do you say to them starting now? Well, I think that um, there's three different, three components, mindset, your environment and um, wellness that um, leads people to happy places in their lives. And, and Ken, you're helping me start my own podcast, The Art of Living Young. So hopefully yeah. people will join us on The Art of Living Young. They will. They will. Um, is all your social media linked from your website? Yes. I didn't even look it should at that. Be. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Well, everybody, go follow Connie and um, visit her website, met-studio.com. Um, it's a beautiful website. And Connie, you're a beautiful woman, a beautiful person, a beautiful soul. And I love what you're doing for the world. So thank you for, for being on here today. Well, thanks for having me, Ken. This was super fun. It's awesome. So stay with me. I'm going to end the live stream. Everybody have a very blessed weekend and we will see you all very, very soon. Connie, thank you so much. Thank you, Ken. See ya. Bye-bye.